Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm your host, Alex Lewis. This week, we're going to talk about Deep Blue, a company that is looking to make scuba diving safer, more fun, and accessible. Technology has changed the way we live our lives. Cutting-edge technology used by industry heavyweights, militaries, and governments sometimes trickle down to us everyday citizens in the form of apps and gadgets we use for convenience, security, health and safety, but also for entertainment or lifestyle purposes. Things like drones, virtual reality headsets, and workout trackers like the Fitbit. And this is the technological space where Deep Blue resides. Deep Blue is a platform where scuba divers can log their dives and share them with friends. It's a social network platform built to work in tandem with Cosmic, their wearable dive computer that tracks your dives and provides information while you dive and stats after the dive is done. I had the pleasure of talking to Deep Blue CEO James Tsui about the company. Let's jump into the conversation as James is introducing the company to me. We first started the company with my co-founders who were prototyping our hardware product, which is a scuba diving dive computer, uh, what we call Cosmic. Um, and uh, when I joined the team, it made a lot of sense that uh, instead of just making it a hardware play, a strictly kind of a wearable uh, tech company, that we actually uh, look into how to make it into an internet-based company for the scuba diving community. And that's how the inception of Deep Blue, basically. So from the very beginning, uh, we decided that uh, we want to uh, build an internet-based company uh, surrounding scuba diving with a hardware component within it. Okay. And how did you see the need for, uh, maybe not just the hardware, but also for this platform for, for scuba divers? Like, what drew you to make this concept? Sure. Well... A couple things. First of all, in terms of scuba diving, um, we're talking about uh, Deep Blue being an internet company for the sector. One thing you notice, I think all scuba divers, new and old, will notice that uh, you know, with the proliferation of the internet technology, scuba diving is, is kind of a slow uh, growing in that, in that regards in, right. t- in terms of keeping up with tech, especially uh, being connected. Is that hardware or, or the internet space? Everything, internet space, uh, anything related to uh, the web uh, or uh, the net. So the other thing was, are there any other platforms out there? There are a couple, uh, but uh, they're all fairly limited in terms of uh, what they provide. So what we really wanted to do, especially with our Cosmic Dive computer, is to provide a way uh, for divers uh, to more easily capture and share their diving experiences. Uh, so think of it, um, so a lot of people use Strava. I don't know if you're aware. I was aware. about to say, yeah, Strava's for runners, and like when you run a route, you, it maps the route for you, but also puts you on kind of like a leaderboard or community with other runners that ran that route or around your area, something like that, right? Absolutely, there you go. So with Strava, it's for runners, for cyclists. Um, you have uh, an unarmor record uh, that does a lot for other types of uh, activities like you know, working out, uh, fitness, and things like that. But for scuba diving, there is no... Uh, platform around prior to Deep Blue. So uh, with our wearable, with our cosmic technology, where you're able to sync all your uh, diving data directly with our app uh, and with the design of our app, uh, basically uh, transforming all that data into a a digital dive log where you can also incorporate all your underwater media, photos and videos, and also uh, information about your uh, dive experience. Uh, We thought this is the best way for uh, basically Strava for scuba divers. 
So, Strava for scuba divers. Strava is cool because it not only fosters community, but competition. Let's say you go for a run up Yangmingshan. It takes you an hour and 15 minutes to run up the mountain, and afterward you post your route and time onto Strava. Strava puts you on a leaderboard, and other people who run the same trail as you can post their times on the leaderboard. This way, runners not only look to improve their own times, but also look to beat the times of the competition or friends. Community with some competition. Anyway, although Deep Blue sees itself as Strava for scuba diving, the different nature of the two activities means the two platforms are inherently different. So that means there's no leaderboard to foster competition on Deep Blue, to James's chagrin.、Uh, I wish there was,、uh, because that actually brings a lot more kind of gamification aspect,、uh, even more engagement with the users.、Uh, but the nature of scuba diving itself is more of an, a relaxing enjoyment, it's not really a, comp- a competitive sport. So, there really isn't a uh, competition uh, aspect, if you will. So, what kind of posts do you see、uh, your users making? Like, have you heard of users becoming friends in real life using the platform? Or,、uh, like, what are your most popular posts?、Mm-hmm. So, we have two different types of posts,、uh, post types. One is our digital dive blogs, that's either.、Uh, Created through the dive,、uh, uh, Cosmic Dive Computer, or you can use the app. Basically, it was 100% free. Same functionality in terms of creating these dive logs. So, basically, it's capturing、uh, and recording your experience where you share with the、uh, community、uh, globally. The other is just、uh, you know, very similar to Facebook type、uh, posts it's videos, photos, or dive location. So, you can post a video and then you actually pinpoint that dive spot. Uh, because we have a database of over 200, about 240,000 dive spots throughout the world. So, to answer your question, what, you know, what are the most common types of posts that people do? Other than the logs, in terms of the media posts,、uh, very often it's just sharing their, their experiences of、uh, you know, specific things that they've seen or discoveries that they've seen.、Um, some of the more interesting are where you know, people get together and do beach cleaning. Or do you know, underwater environmental efforts、uh, to, to clean up the waters and, and these other sites. In terms of、uh, whether or not ever seeing people meeting on the platform and、uh, meeting in real life, there has been quite a few. The reason is because, in addition to the regular posts, that w- that's what we call our live feed, we also have a group post. So it's kind of like discussion board.、Mm-hmm. Uh, within discussion board, there are groups where it's actually people. That、uh, invites other people that they, they don't know. They say, I'm going, I'm going to be in this particular area、uh, for a dive next month. Is there anybody there that's going to be there so we can kind of meet up? And that actually happens quite often. So, yeah, so people you know, find their dive buddies, kind of like dive buddy search for solo divers, basically.、Right? That's really cool. And you get to, I guess,、uh, maybe meet somebody who's knowledgeable about that dive site that could show you around too. Absolutely. The, the、uh, local specialists. As you could imagine, the data you gather when you're running and when you're scuba diving is also radically different. So let's get into the data Cosmic captures for Deep Blue and how it builds a more media rich experience for divers. First, talk about the, you know, what kind of data are captured、uh, by the、uh, dive computer. It's like you mentioned, it's depth,、uh, it's the length of the dive. Uh, there's going to be water temperature, the、uh, lowest uh, temperature uh, during the dive,、uh, the, the temperature of your lowest depth.、Um, basically, these are the main、uh, data points.、Uh, but in terms of the function of the dive computer, it's actually for safety. 
that's to prevent divers to uh, you know get into to, to have the bends or uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, decompression sickness. Mm-hmm. So the way that we design our digital dive logs and the way that we integrate all the media, because a lot of things that people do after they become a scuba diver, the, the kind of first thing they start picking up is underwater photography. Because when you're underwater, there's nothing else there is to do but right, to, yeah. to actually capture <laughs> the experience. Yeah. Um, so they end up with a lot of uh, media of their dives, but there is no good, really good way to really share them in a sense where you're actually giving it a time and additional information uh, of how that video was captured. So, so like depth. There you uh, go. Location, location, and all that stuff. The dive site where it's taken, right. uh, time of the uh, within your whole dive uh, where it's captured. Uh, with our our app, all that is automatically configured, uh, mapping the exact time when the photo is taken and your dive profile uh, on exactly what point of your journey uh, that was taken. So another thing is actually collecting enough of that. Uh, with some more popular sites, you're able to see the different types of aquatic life that's there in the different sites. Um, yeah, so there are different seasons, uh, different depths, uh, in different locations what you're able to see. Uh, so another example, like for the sunfish, sunfish is like uh, those big monstrous really ones, huge really fish, bony. Right? Exactly. Useless. In the, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they're uh, they're quite a sight to see. Right. Um, and they're harmless, so uh, yeah, you know, very no risk. Uh, so a lot of people want to get be able to get, uh, get to see them, and they're only uh, on some different uh, uh, waters du- during different times of the year. For example, the Philippines during uh, the fall season. Uh, so this way, through uh, deep blue and the uh, the. Uh, media that our, our divers share, you're a- actually able to discover uh, different um, potential sites that you never, uh, never even heard about before. So what are the next steps for Deep Blue? How are they going to expand? That's where Planet Deep Blue comes in, a scuba diving marketplace. And after that, James talks about Deep Blue's plans to monetize their platforms. Uh, interesting that you mentioned that. Actually, it's that kind of plays into Planet Deep Blue. So what Planet Deep Blue is is our, our latest product or service uh, that we launched a few months ago. Uh, basically, it's an uh, online marketplace, a double-sided marketplace that brings divers together with dive operators. By dive operators, what we mean are these dive centers uh, and dive businesses that are located in different vacation spots. Uh, so they offer dive guides, uh, they offer certification training uh, while you're on your vacation and boat dives, for example. So they have cap- boat captains that take you to these different spots that are only accessible uh, uh, and, you know, through a boat. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, what, what, uh, what we're doing is actually putting together a marketplace where people can actually find the different dive businesses or services in different locations. Um, in one place. So before Planet people, there, there really isn't uh, something like that available. Uh, and the way that it works, again, we're providing a marketplace platform, so it's very similar to Amazon or, or uh, um, eBay, where divers can directly uh, communicate with the businesses. So they don't go through a middleman. We're not an OTA, we're not an online travel agent. 
Um, so there's a lot of specific questions or customized work requirements that if you want to get answered are actually um, taken care of directly by the guys who's going to take you to uh, on dive. Um, that's, that's, that's part of the aspect. The other aspect is uh, what we talked about earlier with Planet Deep Blue, the, the community site, and all the data that we accumulated over the last two years. We've uh, accumulated over about uh, 250,000 dive logs. And with that, what we did was put all that information together uh, with the dive spots that we have into a global dive map. So it's kind of like a trip advisor for scuba diving and for destinations. Where if you're, you know, you ever curious about uh, different locations and what how they are, you go on there. Actually, a lot of the deep blue divers has already been there. They'll share all the media that they've done. Their dive logs are there. We have dive uh, spot reviews contributed by these uh, users. So a lot of UGC for people to reference. And once you do decide that this is a place you, you know, identify this uh, potential your bucket list uh, uh, destination, you can look into all the dive businesses, and that's basically the Planet Dibu uh, uh, marketplace. Okay. And now for a more intimate look at Deep Blue, the health of the company. It has to be said, James was very open and thoughtful throughout the interview, and it really shows during this stretch of our conversation. With our current stage right now is uh, trying to grow the stage uh, while we're just starting Planet Deep Blue and trying to build the business. Uh, so right now we're not we're not actually uh, putting in a mechanism to to uh, to monetize this yet. For us, it's about growing and scaling. Make sure we get solving chicken and egg uh, problem, getting all the sellers on there. Uh, so then we get buyers, and once uh, it starts to to uh, you know run and bring a lot of value to the sellers, and we scale uh, to to a decent size, then we we will actually have a commission based on transactions, but reasonable commission compared to what these dive businesses are, are, are used to paying, for example, is about from 15 to 20% to wholesalers. Uh, so the whole thing about you know internet is being able to scale and, and then bringing down the cost. Uh, first of all, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, very cool. Um, how many users do you have on, on Deep Blue, and what is the breakdown in terms of location worldwide? Like, is there a lot more in the United States or Taiwan? Got it. Um, we're on our, working on our way to uh, 50,000 users. We're in, right now about 45,000. And in terms of the breakdown, uh, in terms of uh, country or territory, the largest is the U.S. About 30% of our users, registered users, are from the U.S., uh, the next is Taiwan and China, are each about uh, 15%. Uh, and then the fourth largest group is actually Korea uh, users on, on our platform, and then Hong Kong, and then Germany. So these are the top seven, I guess, top six, top seven. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but we are getting a lot more um, users from uh, Southeast Asia as well the last few months. And what's the, I guess, reason for that breakdown? Is the United States, uh, is that like the uh, most divers live there? Or, okay, Definitely. it is. The U.S., basically, in terms of market share, uh, is about half of you know, the, US, the global divers in terms of, uh, uh, yeah, because... Wow, I did not expect that. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's one of the main reasons. And um, that's also kind of the reason that why, in terms of, you know, Planet Deep Blue, uh, one of the first uh, 
regions that we worked on are top destinations for U.S. divers. So basically Caribbean, uh, Mexico, uh, Central America, uh, locations like that. That's where we first started with our efforts on bringing on these dive businesses onto the, onto the marketplace. Uh, and why do you base your offices in Taiwan for like a global platform, man? especially if you wanted to target the United States market? Uh, is it because, I guess, um, the business environment here is good? Or is it because like you started with uh, Cosmic, uh, which is a hardware play and Taiwan's really, I guess, strong in hardware? Yeah, good question, actually. Uh, again, uh, when we first started, like I mentioned, it was with the Cosmic was the very first product and was already being worked on with my uh, co-founders here in, Ta- in Taiwan. Uh, and Taiwan does have for prototyping. It's you know really good environment with all the uh, you know hardware companies uh, being established here. Right now, our manufacturing is in, in China, though. But also the reason why we decide to expand and uh, you know further uh, just build out of Taiwan is uh, the overall startup environment is not 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 too bad in terms of you know support, um, but also. Uh, talent acquisition-wise for software programming, software engineering, uh, definitely Taiwan's first strong in that in terms of having a lot of good uh, talent pool. Big thank you to James Sway for coming on Taiwan Talk, and thank you for listening. Check out the other ICRT podcasts on the ICRT website, mobile app, or iTunes. I'm Alex Lewis. I'll see you in a week.